BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Last year in Kansas City, we had 150 homicides. About 40% of those cases in Kansas City remain unsolved. Many are considered cold. A heartbreaking reality for dozens of Metro families. I was so filled with grief. You know, I, you know, I had people come by, but I just couldn't move. Each victim has a unique story in life and death, with friends, family, detectives, and prosecutors fighting for answers. Just one tip could help solve the case. Very little information is available on this case. We actually have not received any tips at all. This is Fox 4 Problem Solvers Crime Files, the podcast. I'm Kara Small. 33. What does the number mean to you? To some, it's a random number in an endless series. Others relate to 33 as a percentage, one-third of a whole. Those who believe in numerology and symbolism point to religious connections like the Trinity for Christians. There are many other connections you can make between the number 33 and both history and religion. For Isaac Walls, the number 33 represents change. It also represents unthinkable pain. The reason behind it is simple. It's because someone shot and killed his 33-year-old son, Laron. I decided to make life changes at the age of 33. And I had just talked to him prior about that. And he said, well, Dad, I'm getting there. I'm getting there. And, you know, for him to be murdered, you know, 33 days after his 33rd birthday was really, really an ironic thing for me to think about. Laurent's final moments took place inside his brother's car at 30th and Park. Someone called 911 around 5 a.m. on the morning of December 28, 2018. That person noticed someone inside of the car that wasn't normally stopped on that block. Emergency crews responded to the intersection thinking someone in the car needed medical attention. They quickly realized they were too late. Laurent died before he could ever get out of that car. Detective Kevin Bain with Kansas City Crime Stopper says detectives haven't received any tips in Laurent's murder. Zero. They don't even know for sure who was behind the wheel of that car at the time of the shooting. He was in the driver's seat of the car, but motive is not known. Um, you know, there's really no suspects uh, information available to my knowledge. Um, so, yeah, anything that could help would be uh, appreciated. Laurent's father, Isaac, says 2018 was already a rough one for his family. Laurent's mother died in May and his grandmother died in November. I talked to him just a week before he was killed. Uh, you know, we talked about the fact that his mom had, had passed away in his arms. And, you know, that was really a thing that he carried around with him. Laurent was trying to cope with the loss of his mom and his grandmother while also trying to raise four kids with another one on the way. That's a lot for anyone to handle, including Laurent's father. He's had a child born just a couple of months after he was murdered. For that to happen when he was looking forward to being a father again is, is just, just rough for me to even fathom. You know what I mean? It's, it's just been rough. It's been a rough deal. Last year, I was supposed to be married. I, I just couldn't do it. 
couldn't do it because of everything that was going on. Hey, Crime Files fans, I'm Fox 4's Megan Dillard. Thanks for listening to Fox 4 Crime Files, the podcast. Just so you know, we're moving toward a more consistent schedule. Join me and Fox 4's Kara Small as we release new episodes on the first Friday of every month. To listen to current episodes of Fox 4 Crime Files, search for them on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher, as well as fox4kc.com. If you like the Fox 4 Crime Files podcast, I have another one you might enjoy. Crazeology. It's named after Charlie Parker's famous song. It explores Kansas City's rich musical history through modern day musicians. Hear from artists and listen to full length songs. Crazeology. Find it at the same place where you download or listen to the Fox 4 Crime Files podcast. Isaac keeps remembering the night Laron was murdered. Isaac said he was up late that Thursday night. He went to bed around 3.33 a.m. Friday morning. Less than two hours later, he was awake again. Something woke me up. I sat straight up at 5.15. And I asked myself, what are you doing up? So as, as usual, I turned on the television and I started watching the news. And, you know, I watched 5.30. And that was the first thing that they showed. And I watched again at 6, and I watched again at 6.30, and I watched again at 7, watched again at 7.30. And the only thing I could say to myself was, here we go again. Somebody done took somebody else's life probably for nothing. You know, so I decided to go on back to sleep. Little did Isaac know the next time he woke up, his life would be changed forever. And I was awakened at 5 minutes to 10 by my eldest son. And that's when he, he told me that that was my son, Leron, that was killed. The rest of that day, I couldn't move. I couldn't move. I was so filled with grief. You know, I, you know, I had people come by, but I just couldn't move. The next morning, Isaac decided he needed to get moving. He had to do something. He went to the neighborhood where police found his son's body. It's a nice area on the western edge of a park. There's a new complex with dozens of apartments and homes with wide front porches. Well, the neighborhood visit got Isaac out of his house. He says it didn't do much else. And I just stood there in the middle of the street. Didn't go too well because I kept breaking down, but I, did, I couldn't leave. Couldn't leave. I guess I stayed there probably about 30 minutes. And you know, I know people were probably wondering what the heck was wrong with me because I was in the middle of the street. You know, I was making cars go around me and just standing there, just trying to, you know, gather some type of energy from the situation that had occurred and everything that had happened to my son that day. Isaac says he was lost. Like anyone else in the same situation, he started calling police, expecting the detectives on the case to have updates on the search for his son's killer. He says after a while, he had a realization that stopped him from making those calls. The thing is, and what people don't realize in our community is that, you know, I read that it's 80% of the homicides in the urban core are minority. You know, it's, it's kind of like urban genocide to me. Our people are taking out one another. You know, pretty soon we, we might not be able to, to flourish, you know, and, and 
Nobody's doing anything, nobody's saying anything. I mean, there's, there's organizations out here that are trying to raise awareness to this fact, but nothing's happening. You know, from my perspective, nothing's happening because it's still so many unsolved homicides in our community. Isaac is right, there are dozens of unsolved murder cases every year in the metro. It's often because police can't get the tips needed to help solve those cases. Isaac says he wants everyone to know just how much Laron meant to him and the rest of his family. I come today to be a face for my son, to, to al allow people to know that he had somebody that loved him. You know, it's constantly said that dads don't, don't care, dads don't love, but we do. You know, part of me is gone now. You know, they say it's four chambers in the heart. I have four children. One of them chambers is gone now. Detective Bame says it's strange that they don't have any tips in Laurent's murder. He says it's weird even in a city the size of the Kansas City Metro, where police sometimes struggle to get information from witnesses. He points out that while detectives need information, there are a few things that stick out to him in Laurent's murder investigation. He hopes they trigger someone's memory. I wonder why somebody would have thought he was in medical distress. Just somebody like, was he, had he crashed into So, yeah, so my interpretation of that is just that somebody may have given the time frame, they may have been getting up and ready to go to work and they were just driving down the street and happened to see a car with somebody in it. They, they could have, uh, you know, could have appeared that he was sleeping or something, but it just was unusual given the neighborhood and that time of day and they, they just, their assumption would be that maybe he, you know, had passed out, had medical issue, whatever, but needed some kind of help. Detective Bame realizes it's a possibility that the person who called 911 that morning may have additional information in the case. He also knows it's possible that the person may not even realize what actually happened at the intersection the morning of December 28, 2018, and was just trying to help. As for Isaac, he says he's trying to make it day by day without his son. I've learned how to pray about things and I ask God for strength to make it through. I mean, there's still rough days. There's still days that I, I can't, can't even move because I'm thinking so much about it. There's a $25,000 reward offered for information in LaRon Wall's murder. You can call your tip in to the tips hotline at 816-474-TIPS. You can also email your tip to kccrimestoppers.com or send your tip through the Crime Stoppers app. You can download it at p3tips.com. To listen to other episodes of Fox 4 Crime Files, search for them on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, as well as fox4kc.com. For Fox 4 Crime Files, I'm Kara Small.